Hello guys, this is Carmen and Moises. Welcome to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So today's podcast title is The Studios of Love. No, it's relationships mm. in yoga. Mm. No, it has nothing to do with that. No, that no not no, at all. Is that is that where your mind went to? I don't know. Yeah, you said like relationships. You know, relationships. No, I meant relationships like. Uh, like between the uh, yoga, I'm uh, sorry, between the teachers and students, the teachers and among teachers, the teachers and the studio owner, the owner and the teachers, the owner and the students, the students among themselves, that kind of relationships that you can find. Then I have nothing prepared. <laughs> as usual then. Then I'm okay. Then, then, like, then you're yeah. okay. They just, they just, uh, just as usual, as usual. Because there's a lot of things, you know, that... Um, you know, a lot of dynamics going on when it comes to a yoga studio. So, you know, one of the relationships to explore is obviously the teachers and students, right? So, you know, you want to have students that click with you, that you get along with, that they understand you, that they like your class, of course, but they get you. Um, and so, you know, like we were talking about the other day, kind of finding your tribe. Mm-hmm. So that those kind of students that will appreciate for who you are, you know, appreciate you for who you are. And I, I think it's it's mandatory to be happy when it comes to and even if you if the yoga studio is it's not your studio, you know, you go there, you teach one, two, three classes a week or whatever, you still will be able to find you know, if you stay long enough, you're going to distill and weed out the students that don't click with you and you're going to keep the students that they click with you the most. So then even if even when, if you teach in a couple of places, for example, and you have to go from one place to another, you think it's worth for a teacher to invest the time to create relationships with students? I think it's important, yes. The problem, I think it's, and this is something that we could talk about the whole podcast oh. and more, or what? <laughs> is where do you draw the line with your students? <laughs> don't, don't gasp, pray like, oh my god! Like, where do you draw the line? I mean, because I, I like to, and I encourage also my teachers in the studio to ask their t- the students, you know, before class, how you're feeling, or you know, if it's a new student, what what kind of issues or injuries you have, or what other things you've practiced, or just to have a little bit of a background on, on that person and then at the end of the class okay, mm-hmm. how was the class and how do you feel and how did you feel today etc but how much is it you know just talking to your students and 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 where do you draw the line if they ask you let's go have dinner together or let's go have lunch now but it's like a friendly thing or they want a date no a friendly no, 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 not, 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 not a romantic, no not romantic. a romantic, just, just like friends, like. Get oh, a coffee after class. Yeah. I mean, if, even that, obviously romantically, it can get, it could get very messy. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm saying. Like, like, that, that's, no, no, no. I, I mean, just, you know, a bunch of people are like, hey, you want to come and we're going to have brunch this Saturday mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, after your class, do you want to come to have brunch with us? And where do you draw the line on, on that? I think you want to be careful who you say yes to. I, th- I think Just so, too. Just in case if they are really annoying. <laughs> no, for real. I mean, if they are the most wonderful person in the world, why wouldn't you? 
right? I mean, so the studio served for you to find a friend. Fantastic. But if there's somebody annoying and uh, very, somebody comes very friendly very soon, right? right? I would be worried. I would be like, I don't know, let me figure out. Like, uh, I, I have things to do today, but uh, I'll, I'll maybe next time. Or, I mean, or a fellow teacher, or, you know, or as a studio owner, which was our position, mm-hmm. you know, how friendly do you want to be with your employees, mm-hmm. right? With your, with your teachers in the studio or with the students that come to the studio. I mean, do you want to have a relationship with them besides the professional one? I mean, just mm-hmm. friends, fr- uh, friend, friendly yeah, friend, relationship. Friend, friend, friends, yeah. And that can get very awkward very soon, you know. Yeah. I mean, I have very strong opinions about that. Then please share. share. <laughs> oh my God. Like, what? I mean, I, I used to, because um, I did consulting for 20 years, right? I mean, I, and, uh, uh, another consultant that I used to work with, I mean, he was older than me, and I, we were chatting. It's like, uh, you have to remember, they are not the client. They are the fucking client. And that stuck. So, I mean, I, I made friends. <laughs> I mean, I, even, and I had people that I worked for, people that worked for me, the, the people that I worked with, like maybe they were, we were the same level, right? So, and my going in attitude, you are not like my team, you're my fucking team. You're not my boss, you're my fucking boss. Right? So what does that mean? That means that I kept it very professional first. I mean, I had no intention of having a personal connection with anybody. Zero intention. Absolutely zero intention. And then from that basis of I do not want to be your friend, absolutely don't need to, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to go there, I don't need the time, I don't need your attention, I don't need anything from you, right? Right. The ones that actually happened, because after years you have friends. I mean, yeah. I have friends that I still talk to from those years, right? They, it happened so naturally. And we all knew our role, you know? I mean, people that worked for me, because that is hard, right? It is very hard. So people that worked for me, we were friends, and uh, we were, like, chatting, and, and I would go and tell them, you need to do this, and they would do it, right? So... I think that's very blurry. Yeah, that's, yeah. Ama- that's amazing that you could I do that. I only like intelligent people. <laughs> that, is something, that is a very good way of fixing any problem. Don't make stupid friends. Uh, but do you think like those that those that people that blurry those lines are stupid then? Yes, yeah. I think so. Because sometimes or immature or, or something like that. Perhaps immature. I mean, for somebody to be yeah, able perhaps to, they lack to, like some. Yeah, I mean, look at the people that I, I like. You know, some emotional yeah. reward or something. Uh, you know. Yeah. So and then you go to a yoga studio where everybody is what twenty something years old mostly. By default, you, you are not my employee or my teacher. You're my fucking employee. You're my fucking teacher. I mean, I don't want to be your friend. I definitely don't want to be your friend. Because my assumption uh, of the bat is like, you do not know how to separate the professional conversation from the personal conversation. I absolutely agree with that, with this last thing, you know. The whole and fucking, that, fucking uh, client and fucking, I'm, I'm not so sure. But, but I really agree and with, even with this. even when you have like uh, teachers, because it, yeah. teachers, teachers, another, another teacher and stuff, you become friends, quote-unquote, friends with another teacher, and from that moment, if they do something that is bothering you, you cannot say anything because you're friends or something. Yeah, you know? that's a problem. And then, uh, so, honestly, I, I completely, I mean, and I, I was polite as hell. I 
I was always okay at work. My clients loved me. People that work for me loved me. I worked for like the ones I worked for. It was a mixed bag because I had my own opinions too much, right? But I mean, <laughs> they they wanted me around. Let me put it that way. They wanted me around. So um, I never tried to be more difficult than I had to. I mean, we got the job done. People were happy around. But you want to very, 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 very carefully move to anything besides or beyond, beyond the professional relationship. I have to agree with you. Whoever the fuck you are. It's, I have to agree whatever with Whatever your you. role in that place, whatever you're anything. Whether you are the studio owner, obviously the studio owner. I mean, it's like a whole other... Because it's the director of the orchestra. So it's like you cannot really afford to have a lot of friends in the studio, especially among the, the, the teachers, because that's what you're saying. Like people just really step on your toes and they take advantage of that relationship because they are so immature or, I don't know, mm -hmm. emotionally, I, I don't know. They, they want to, they will take advantage and say, hey, I cannot come and teach, you understand, right? You know, you, you know my, my situation. And I'm like, I didn't become close to you so that you would mess up my life so much more. I have enough problems as it is, you know, handling the studio, teaching, having my own schedule. And, you know, I, I don't need this on me. And if I, perhaps if I had kept it more professional, I would have never had this issue. So it's, and this, in my experience, there's very few people that know where the line is. And there's a few, you know, obviously there's, there's people that, yes, they know they we became very close friends and they respected when I said, you should do this, shame on you. And they would be like, thank you for pointing that out. And, and our personal relationship didn't get affected by that, right? And so it was just, uh, and but, you know, same among, you know, teachers and among, among teachers, like you were saying, you know, if like, uh, then can you set for me? Yes, right? Because you're, you're going to do that. You're my friend. You're going to do that. And, and then, then they never sub back for you. And then they never sub back for you. Well, you know, they, they, they don't or, return yeah. the favor. And, uh, yeah. you know, we all know, you know. Or students that come and they're just very annoying for whatever reason, right? And they, they just always, there's always that student that wants to get more, more. you know, yeah. like... Can I cut my friend for free, you know, just for this one time? Or can I just like, always push in a little coffee. bit? Let's coffee. Or let's, let's just pushing the envelope just yeah. a little bit each time, pushing it and pushing it and pushing it every time, right? And so, yes, I, I, I agree with, with that. And it's, uh, as a default, I think it's a good idea to just keep it professional, like you were saying, and then, and then see how things evolve. I feel like in yoga, it's just so laid back. <laughs> and so relaxing. It's not like a, a real, I mean, even if it's a professional studio, you know, it, most places they don't feel that corporate. Uh, so True. it's just a bunch of friends just getting together and teach a class. And so it's more informal. So I think that transpires into the relationships and the kind of relationships that you have that it's just like that. So it's kind of like messy. And then perhaps I date you and then I don't, I don't like you. I mean, it's like, it's, it was it's such a headache, right? And then someone dates a student, and then they break up, and then you have to, you know, like choose. Okay, I, I choose this person or this person because you can. Both of them cannot be in the same space, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like, why I never signed up for this. This is 
bullshit. I mean, uh, seriously, like, leave me alone. I don't want to be involved in your stuff. I really don't. Just leave me out of it. So, yeah, it's uh, so that's one of the things that I, I think is just interesting and difficult to navigate and something that nobody explains you. Like, I never figured that or I never guessed that before opening the studio that that would be a problem. A part of your job. Like, okay, who is dating who or who is friends with who and who is not friends with you, who, which of my teachers don't get along, it's going to be a problem for me Mm. in the long run. Yeah. You know? Because they have to sub for each other or do favors to each other or support each other on whatever thing. And yeah, it's a a problem. Or if I have a teacher that is just doesn't get along with anybody else, then it's going to, that teacher is going to be a problem. No subs for him. There's no, nobody is going to sub for that person so when that this person goes on vacation or is sick or something then who's gonna sub for that i mean the whole subbing is a whole is a problem on it on its own so it's just it really is it really is you have to really take that into consideration when you're you know when you're opening a studio or you working at, at one i had that that student that client that i had she had a studio in barcelona Right, and we had like uh, the sessions, one-on-one sessions on her business and stuff. Right. And the first, the first uh, conversation we had, it was more to understand what pieces of her business were working and which ones were not. Right? Okay. And we decided to focus on piece A and drop piece B. I mean, like uh, instead of trying to make everything work, we tried to identify what was working and improve on that. All right. And let go of the rest. That was the first conversation. And I do not remember, because she reminded me on the second conversation that we had, that I maybe had told her, and you'll have to fire someone. And uh, then time happened, then she came back, and uh, the first, the second conversation, it was like, I cannot believe it. Like, I mean, the, the most amazing thing is that you told me in the first conversation that I would have to fire someone, and uh, I had to. I mean, it was unavoidable. I could not not do it. And uh, the, what had happened is that the studio was doing better. The studio was growing. The studio had more times on the schedule. They, right. She had to get in the, certain teachers more involved to this, to do that. And there were a couple of teachers that had been there for a long time. And they started to act as if the studio was theirs. Yeah, that happens a lot. That happens in every country studio that we have ever visited in the freaking world. It is unbelievable. Well, because you develop an attachment, no, to to the to the studio. Yeah, I mean, which I is a, a one very thing much is that you have an attachment. One thing is that I like to do things my way. One thing is that I am not the owner. But the other thing is that the lack of negotiation, the entitlement. Hmm, yeah. That is the problem. The problem is that the what I predicted was the lack of maturity on the part of the teachers that was that we're gonna see the studio growing in front of their eyes. Right. Yeah. That's what I was predicting. And it happened like clockwork. Back. Right? Yeah. So, actually, the second conversation was about time. I mean, I told her, like, the, the most uh, scarce resource you have as a studio owner is time. It's not yeah. money. It's time. It's you exactly. don't have time. Exactly. So, and she was saying, I'm having horrible problems because, again, we were a very small studio. I had only relationships. I mean, that is how my studio worked because of... Relationships that I had, people came in, they were, and now I have so much to do that I cannot, I don't have the time to support those relationships anymore. 
right? Of course, yes. And, and we spend that... the we spend the whole time, the whole session, talking about how to protect her time as a studio owner, because she could not afford investing the amount of effort that she had invested in the beginning on her relationships with all the students that would come to and say, "Hey, let's have a coffee again. It's been a long time." Da, 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 da. Yeah, right? they, they, they they don't understand. They don't understand. They don't that understand. That, so, that is like, it's. This is the you have so many things to do, and they think that it is just the same as it was on day one or on the first three months that mm -hmm. you were open, and now you have a lot more things to do. Because relationships and time go hand in hand, mm -hmm. or I don't know if it's like a, a direct relationship or an inverted relationship, right? But uh, they are related. The amount of time you have to invest in the studio, or the time you have you spend in the studio. The time you spend, the time you don't spend, the time you have to spend, and what happens with your relationships in that place are hand in hand. As a student, as a teacher, as an owner, as an everything. Yeah. And the more time, either a student, you know, that comes so many times a week and comes to your studio so many for so many years, whenever you make a decision, whether it's a teacher or a studio owner, they think that they have a say. They think like, well, how could you do this to me? This is inconvenient. This is very inconvenient and only, usually only to complain. You know, it's like, this was a great idea, a great decision. You know, that would happen like once in a blue moon, right? <laughs> But most of the time it's like, how could you do this? Like, how could you? Because I've been coming here for this long. And, you know, and this same thing with, with teachers that have been, have been teaching for a long time in your studio or something and... I'm like, just because you have spent a lot of hours here, it doesn't mean anything. And also, I mean, you're not really here cleaning on a Saturday afternoon like I used to do, you know, cleaning the whole studio. You're not here at four or five in the afternoon. You're going out with your friends, having drinks. You're not staying here and cleaning. You're not really doing what it really needs to be done. You're not unfolding and refolding all the yoga mats again. You're not doing all those things that require that extra work that I do behind, you know, the behind scenes. behind the scenes. You're not going to Costco for me and getting all the things, all the all the you know paper towels and toilet paper and everything. You're not doing any of that. So, how in the world do you think that you feel so attached to the studio when you do nothing except your job? in the studio, which is come in teaching and be somewhat friendly to the, to the students. How in the world do you think that that, is, that gives you access to anything? Yeah. It's, it's not, the amazing, the amazing it doesn't, thing. it's amazing, no, it's the amazing. The, amazing this, thing the same is thing for the students, you know? Absolutely, if, if they did that, because now I can see the point of view of the teacher or the student listening to this thing, like, oh my God, Carmen is so mean. I've been doing this for so long and she's saying that doesn't mean shit. Like, if you did, uh, like, really commit to whatever place you're working at, right? Commit in terms of time and interest and whatever that is, right? And you went slightly beyond. I'm not saying that you go, uh, like, completely full beyond whatever. No, no, no. Slightly beyond that will guarantee that the owner of that place asks you. Uh, uh, 1,000%. I wanted to see your face when I said that. 1,000%. Because that is the thing. The thing is that you feel entitled for doing your fucking job. Exactly. That is the amazing... Like, under, I, as a manager, I understood that. I mean, as a manager, 
I was asking my employees to please do their job and I would thank them, thank them for doing their job. And that was part of my job. Then part of my job was to do other things with the client, management time, blah, 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 all those things. But me asking them politely to please do their job and thanking them for doing so was part of my job. I understood that as part of my job. Right. And we had a good relationship. But something I understood as well is that it is very, 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 very hard for a human being to change. So if I would go in and say, I need you to do things differently, then the mature ones will listen, ask, talk, we decide on the next course of action, and we move on. The immature ones, which was the majority in my, in my opinion, I, as a manager, had to figure out how to use what they could give me because they're going to give you anything else. They're going to give you what they're giving you today and what they're giving you today is set. And that that is giving, being given to you today, you as a manager have to figure out what to do with it. And when there's no more use for that, you have to let them go. Yeah. It is that brutal. It's very I mean, true. Ideally, you grow together. It's very true. Ideally, the studio uh, evolves, you as an owner evolves, teachers evolve, students evolve, everything, everything freaking evolves. And if you're clever enough, you are as a teacher there and you see that things are evolving and you change with them. Right. It's very true. Yeah. But you get stuck. You get stuck in my way. I'd rather be right than happy. And you let them go and you get the next set of teachers for the next phase of the studio. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's just almost like a, less like a, um, a shelf life, yeah. right? And it's like perhaps in your, the shelf life here at this studio is, has come to an end and you need to find another place and, or perhaps not because, you know, we have really clicked. But if not, then you have to move on and go, go to the next, the next place. But uh, when you're saying like, you're all coming, you're so, you're so this, so brutal, so this, so that. It, it sounded, but it was not for me. Mm, I, one decision I, I made very early on when I opened my studio is that uh, I'd rather be feared than uh, not respected or laughed at or ignored or no. Agreed. I'm like, that's just not going to happen. Not going to happen. I didn't open a studio, a business with my name and, you know, my reputation so that you, you who, I don't know who you are, you can mess with that. Absolutely not. You have to do what I say. And, you know, if, if it doesn't work, we see this relationship is not working, then you need to walk out of here. And so... Um, I tried for, in the very beginning, I tried to be just more friends and more of this and more laid back in the very, in the very first year. And it was such a mess. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. It really is a disaster. So you need to establish yourself. These are the rules and this is, and friendly, I mean, you know, in a very nice demeanor, this is how it's going to be. You know, if you don't like it, that's fantastic. I, I am... You know, I'm not hurt or anything. You, that's the door for you, and you can walk out and go teach somewhere else. But this is how we do things here. And if you have some feedback, we can, you know, work on uh, work and try to, you know, see if we can accommodate. But if it's if it's touching one of the pillars, one of the things that fundamentally I think it's wrong, it's wrong. Period. It's not gonna change. Mm -hmm. So you need to accept that. This is not your studio. You don't pay the bills. I pay the bills. So 
this is what we're going to do. And I think a lot of people have a very hard time with that because when you open a studio, maybe you're young or something, but you're also looking for acceptance. And in a way, you have to look for acceptance because you need to have clients. Mm -hmm. So somewhat. Somebody has to accept you. <laughs> Somebody has to accept Somebody. you. You know, so some acceptance you need to have. Um, but, but from the right people. But I mean, and also you don't want to be so strict that nobody comes. Nobody can actually, you know, no. nobody comes, but nobody can relate to you, nobody can, nobody can approach you. So yes, I, that middle path is so difficult. The way we, the way we talked about it was we tried to make a, a ship, an arrangement where we all rode in the same direction. Yeah. Right. So if we had a policy for the studio. Right. And things went one way. It was good for everybody. If things went another way, it was bad for everybody. Yeah. So <clears throat> what you cannot have is policies where if it goes one way, it's good for the studio, but bad for the teachers, or it's bad for the teachers, but good for the studio, or like, and like it's vice versa, right? Right, right, you right. You cannot right. have policies like that. You need to have policies where if something goes well, it's good for the studio, it's good for the teacher, it's good for the student, it's good for everybody. So if you, and we spent a lot of time trying to figure those things out. Absolutely, And yeah. sometimes you make mistakes, but they are like as honestly made as you can. Right, right? yeah. But the once you have that kind of arrangement where you have done your best to figure out what boat you're getting into and that that boat has everybody related going in the same direction, benefiting from the exact same events, if you don't fit in the boat, thank you very much. Yeah, right. it's very true. The thing is that Yoga is such a, a freaking personal business. That's something that I saw or I thought that was happening in the studio was that if you have another business, you have like a Apple, right? You had Apple and uh, what was his name? The guy that invented the iPhone. What? Steve Jobs. That one. So the Jobs guy, right? <laughs> Nobody could stand him. But they worked for him, right? Uh, yoga... And studios, being a much smaller business, being a business completely based on services. Nobody could stand him. I'm, I'm just, I'm, him. I'm, 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 I'm just stuck in with that. No, uh, yeah, 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 but it's just. Haven't because, you seen the movie? That's how we get educated. <laughs> but I, I, I've read several books about him. Okay. And, I, I've and, only watched the movies. It was and, very and, clear. To me. And then I am very well educated on I mean, it. That, guy, that guy was just, you know. It was a genius, but then he was also, Unbearable. you know, yeah. like okay, good. looking Whatever. for meetings at 11 p.m. Okay, exactly. yeah, great. So the thing is that um, you have a company, you have a product, you have something like a business in the middle. Like they say, like a, my job is working here, my, my whatever I do. Can, but when you have a yoga studio, it is so freaking personal, right? It is your style. It is your vibe in the room. It is your, your everything so much that part of the job description of the teachers, I should, have, I should have made that more clear. That was, you had to have a good relationship with Carmen. Not having a good relationship with the owner of the studio, it's a risk for your continuous employment in that studio. Hmm. You cannot, I mean, you can, and again, if you have no friends among the teachers, that is a risk for your employment in the studio, in my, in my eyes as well. When we're talking about relationships and everything, right? I mean, so you, you have like the, uh, the owner because it's such, entity, a, such a mom's and mom and pop's, yeah. mom and pop's business. And the, and the nature of the business as well. 
It is so freaking personal. I mean, right. somebody does something that doesn't that rubs you wrong, and oh my god, it's a crisis. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. It's, it's true. You stole my student. Yeah. Jesus it's, Christ, you know. It's, so it's true. The. Again, I mean, you don't. I don't mean that you have to be friends with every mm -hmm. single teacher, and you have don't have to agree with the owner in every single thing, right? But you have to agree with the owner in enough things, and you have to have a good relationship with the teachers in a good percentage of them. Right, it's true. I mean, just so like that's a, what I'm saying. I mean, everything it's a percentage to... wise to both entities, yeah, teachers yeah. and owner. And I think you can feel it. I mean, you can yeah. vibrate. You're like, okay, this is this feels like it's just a good place. You know, there's obviously there's some things, some things sometimes you know, it's fine, but it, for the most part, it's pretty good it feels like it's it's a great place for me it's a good fit i like it right and so it then if it's natural then it works then it, it works right exactly so exactly it's I, i think that is that's actually yeah pretty pretty important another relationship that we didn't talk about is <gasps> dogs no, <laughs> no it's the the own the owner of the studio and the landlord. the the landlord the asshole landlord no i mean not all I mean, I mean, or, or the landlord some of them are nice you you want some of to, them are like a gift from heaven you want to have because this is something that people don't really understand like it's you want to have a good relationship also you either, you make an effort to have a good, good relationship with with a landlord or a non-existent like at least not bad <laughs> yeah exactly so good one or non-existent non like, i mean like a, just just like a, we exchange papers i pay on time they don't talk to me i don't talk to them if things are good yeah when the three-year limit ends We exchange three emails whenever the time comes, and we keep going. Yeah, but I mean, like in our case, like the maintenance guy, he used to come. He was, yeah. it was an older building, so he used to come, and you know, when a, a pipe burst or something, then you have some leak mm -hmm. or, so, or something, then you know they're gonna come match much faster, and they're gonna yeah. take good care of yeah, you if you're, you know, if if you have a good relationship. So it's in your own best interest as well to have a good relationship but, with. I With never that. talked to the landlord. I don't think the landlord liked me or I liked him. I don't think we liked each other at all. I think we both knew that. But he had a, a first-in-command, right. Hugh, right? He was in charge of all the maintenance of all his buildings. We were friends. Very good friends. And we were very good friends. Yeah. Because when, when I had a problem, it was a real problem. And when he needed something from me to get ready for it, I was ready. And then his crew, we loved his crew. Yeah. So... Uh, I, I, that was on purpose as well. I mean, I wanted to use his guy, I wanted to use his crew. So that relationship was clean. Yeah. Like, was, I did not bring somebody from who knows where yeah. to screw up his building. Yeah. I never true. intended that. So I said, you have these people, I work with your people. Yeah. It's good for you, good for me, good for everybody. Like, the whole win-win crap again, yeah. right? It's But true. I mean, that, the design of that approach of using their people was, was on purpose. so I would not have to talk to him. No, but it's it's true. I mean, and people don't really understand because if you have a landlord that is just you don't get along with, Oof. it's 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 it's, it's, bad. it's bad. It's really bad, and you're gonna end up either moving your studio to some other place or closing it. So you really want to have the best possible relationship you can with with that person. Because we also like, know studios that they work or they were able to get off the ground because the landlord was so amazing. Exactly. So, I mean, for they, example, they were, they yes. were an integral part of the business working. So, I mean, it's the same thing like with the teachers or anything. Like, teachers can be your biggest nightmare or your biggest blessing. Yeah. The landlord can be a nightmare or a blessing. 
Right. Okay, so it's like it's everything. True. It's like a, a good person in whatever place can be a freaking blessing and can make the difference like day and night. And then an asshole the same way, but in the other direction. So it is a very personal business. I don't know why it's so freaking personal. And yeah, I'm going to bring up another, another, another kind of relationship that is, is coming to mind. Like when you have uh, students that have been coming, you know, students that make such good friends mm -hmm. among themselves. Mm -hmm. So they make such a good group, a close-knit group. And then you have one new student <gasps> or, you know, yeah. one person coming through the door. But all the students in the class, they know themselves. They know each other. Yeah. They know each other and they talk, some, you know, all the time and they're just joking or something. But this new person walking in, it feels like uh, it's just lost, weird, right? Yeah. And it's weird and it's everyone knows themselves here and they, they're, they're all friends. So what do I do, right? So I always felt bad for the new one for the new the one newcomer. you know the, the, the newcomer I, i try to really you know just try to kind of insert that person i this person has this common interest with you with one of the more open people in that group mm -hmm. or something so they're kind the, of this, like this more open people then right in, insert because I, i've been i mean i've been to many places that is It feels it feels very cliquish, right? It feels like you cannot belong, no matter you what you do. You cannot let your studio be cliquish, as an owner, in terms of relationship with your students and teachers and stuff. That it will kill your your studio, because you need to grow. That's true. You need to have an open kind of relationship set, so when new people come in, there is a an intake process. I mean, a way for that person to find his or her group, his or her place, his or her class, like. Where do they belong? And there better be a place for them. Because, I mean, like in, in business, like I don't know what percentage it was, but a huge percentage of you working for the company that you're working for is working with the people that you're working for. And then it's the reputation of the company, and then it's the nature of your job. But just what you do for a living is a percentage of the reason why you do what you do where you do it. Right. It's the same thing with the studio. It's not just the style or the one teacher, I mean, it is a compilation of things. And if you have a cliquish, high schooler kind of mindset in the studio where you are all set and you don't like, eh, 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 and you're a bunch of idiot snob, immatures, whenever somebody comes new, whenever, <laughs> after making all the effort you have to make as a business owner to get a new customer through the freaking door right. and try you, it's true. it gets destroyed because some some high school mindset of an idiot. Right. It just, you it just kind happen. of expel that person or, or repel that exactly. person out of the studio. I was because I've been taking a lot of like handstand immersions and everything and in intensives and everything. And I remember I, I see like two different cases, like one where I went and nobody knew each other, mm -hmm. and uh, and everybody was kind of on their best behavior or or the best Acceptable. like friendly. nice friendly, friendly. friendly. because you you could tell that everybody was making a little bit of an effort to be more open and True. to be friendly. And it's like, what's your name? What do you do? Yeah. Are you, do you are, oh no, well, you, how long you've been, you know, doing Hanson's? I don't know, just kind of like, like, what do you do? What's your background? Or, you know, what do you live? What do you live in? What, you know, it's, it's that. And then in another one that um, they was, it was just a lot, a lot of the people in that group, they knew each other. But they had been coming for a long time. And because um, in the first one, you were all there for a week. Yeah. 
So it was like all from different places. Places in the world. Only for a week. I mean, you can make the effort to stand someone for a week. And there's not going to be like a weird... And yeah, 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 weirdness. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I, st I still like that place where, where everybody kind of, you know, nobody knew each other mm -hmm. and everybody had to make a little bit of an effort because it, it seemed it bonded the group more. At the end, the group was more united. Whereas if you go to a group where, let's say, for example, like half yeah. of a group know each other yeah. already, then it's going to be very difficult to bond and, and unite and glue yeah. everybody. Especially because that, what will happen is that the group that is, it is united already yeah. is going to take command mm -hmm. and the, the energy will, will overpower. And what will happen is that the other you know, individuals, they will continue, continue to be individuals. They won't unite either. Nothing is going to set. It's just not going to click. Nothing will like, unite at all. They're going to be that group and then the others around, you know, around that. Yeah. But there's in the other one, nobody, you don't want to be alone for a, for a week. So you just kind of, you know, make some friends. Obviously, you know, make some more friends more than others. Work, but, yeah. but everybody, yeah, I, I, you, you see that so much. I mean, everywhere, everywhere you, you go. It's, it's very fascinating. So in a yoga studio, that happens very much as well. Especially in, in a studio because you have, you get people that come all the time to your classes, you know, regularly. Like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, this person comes. So, so then all these all these people come. So when someone new comes in, then you have to just make an effort to insert that person that is taking you so much time, money, commitment to attract that person through the door to just insert that person in the group but that and is, belong. Whose job is that? Whose job is that? Yeah. Usually, ideally, the teacher that teaches that class is... Is the executioner of the... Will execute but that. But who's responsible for that happening? I mean, responsible, each one has their like, own sorry, individual... It's the responsible, accountable thing. The, the owner has to put that policy in place. And, or make sure that part uh, of the from top, job description... Top, top down, okay. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the... If the owner doesn't come in again, yeah, I mean, it, it revolves so much around the mindset and the personality of the owner. I mean, if the owner is cliquish, and we have been to places where the owner was cliquish, it was yeah. a disaster. I'm thinking of a, of a city on the top left side of the country. But it was a disaster. Then the, the owner is the one that has to go to, to, the, to his or her teachers and say... When somebody comes to the door and comes to see if, if somebody comes the first time, just be friendly. It's okay. But if somebody comes a couple of times and you see them alone, you make a freaking effort to integrate that person into the group. Because that is the way to make sure that that person comes back. It's good for you. It's good for me. It's good for the student. But you as a teacher needs to make the effort to, make, to create a social group for that new student. And that has to be part of your, of your job description. I think because I, I was kind of bullied when I was in school and I was always like, you know, pushed aside and mm -hmm. cast aside. I am very sensitive to that. And I see that like I, I really don't want to see anybody like walking in and, you know, keeping it to themselves. And I'm going to try to say something like, hey, how are you? How's your day? And how do you hear about us? Or, you know, just first time here. Don't worry. It's going to be great something so that because I, I would have liked 
to feel like that and to be told that when when I was like in school, high school and whatever. So it, it just I think it's very it's very important, you know, it's it's very important. And as a as a studio owner, I think it like you're saying, it's important to reinforce somehow. But I mean everybody does whatever they want to do, right? And then you like, make it a business policy. I don't care. Because I mean these relationships are very important as a business driver in a yoga studio. So that is one of the main reasons why a student is going to come back because they have found their tribe and they will adapt their yoga style to the tribe that they're going with. And and their, their schedule. And the schedule and everything. They will adapt to it. Exactly. To if they really click it, they really like it, they will adapt it. I mean, yes. It is they that will important. make an effort. It is that important. So it is, and also the thing, thing, thing is that it is good for the business, it is good for the owner, it's good for the teacher, it's good for the student because they have a group and some friends and some company, right? Like a human contact shit, you know? So it is good for everybody. Yeah, it's true. It's all growing in the same direction. There's no, there's no back, nothing. This is all good. Yeah, it's right? true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. You just need a friendly one to go and say, when somebody comes in, we need to integrate that person into the group we have. In one of the groups we have, right? It doesn't have to be, everybody must be friends. I'm not friends with anybody, everybody. And I'm very happy with that. And, and, there's, and, and there's, there's teachers that are teachers and students that are friendlier than others. Yeah. I mean, we all know there's people that are very outgoing, you know, and they just, they feel very comfortable teaching with anybody, you know, no matter what. And there's other people that, you take know, longer. All, take longer, yeah. Some people are just very shy. So, I mean, there's all kinds of personalities. So, I mean, you know, it, it depends. But, yeah, for the most part. Find the tribe for that new customer. will keep you the customer. will keep everybody happy. It mm -hmm. is, the relationships in a yoga studio are that important. True. It's a way to keep the bloody place alive. Yeah, true. Then you have, you know, more than this more corporation style, you know, like, and you know, then more, then, more yeah. corporate, like, you know, you go to this class, you leave me alone and goodbye. Yeah. It's not, it you wasn't know, for us. That, that's not yeah. for, for me, not, not, not what I would like, but yeah. you know, it's, Agreed. it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Mm, do you want to cover any other? No, I feel like I want to cover one more, but but it's uh, it's kind of it's it's kind of long. It's kind of it's kind of long. Next next we, episode. We can, next episode. We can we can wait for the next. Yeah, it's a episode. cliffhanger. It's <laughs> this is a it's a cliffhanger. Because it's more like your relationship with your teaching. That is another. You know, no, it's a it's different not, relationship. So it's like a relationship because we talked about like people. We're talking about people. Today. Relationships among people. Today was people. But now, now with your practice, with your teaching, next, next that time will we be talk about this relationship. The ne thing. Next, next one. Uh, next episode. Next episode. We can we can talk about Mostly, that because we've talked for too long already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay. Good. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank this, you. Thank you. This was Carmen and Moises. And thank you for listening to Yoga Burn. I'll see you in the next one. Bye bye. Bye.